Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 14th of February. A new survey has found confidence in the federal government has plunged to levels not seen since the devastating black summer bushfires. The Australian National University study, which surveyed more than 3,000 Australians, found only three in 10 people were happy with the Morrison government last month. And that's down on a record high of just over 60% in May 2020. It comes as the Prime Minister and his wife Jenny sat down for a tell-all interview on 60 Minutes last night as Mr Morrison experienced one of the worst weeks in politics with the texting scandals and the controversial religious discrimination bill. The Prime Minister admitting he has made mistakes during the COVID pandemic. I've worn out the carpet on the side of my bed, particularly down in Canberra where I spent most of the pandemic, on my knees praying and praying praying not just for our response, but praying for those who are losing loved ones, praying for those who couldn't go to family funerals, praying for those who were exhausted. During the interview, Jenny Morrison also broke her silence over the Grace Tame controversy. Miss Tame, the former Australian of the Year, didn't smile during a photo opportunity with the Morrisons at the lodge at an official function. Jenny's saying it took the limelight off an important day. I respect people that like want to change things, stand up for their beliefs and are strong, but I still think there's manners and respect. In other news, the Australian Defence Force is stepping up its response in aged care facilities across the country. An additional 38 officers have been deployed to facilities across Queensland, Victoria, South Australia and New South Wales to provide clinical and non-clinical support. 200 personnel are currently helping in each state and territory as part of the COVID assist program. It comes as new figures show 75% of aged care workers in South Australia and Queensland intend to leave the industry within five years. The United Workers Union poll of more than 1,000 workers found the Omicron COVID outbreak was the reason they want to leave the sector, with almost 20% saying they wanted to leave as soon as possible. Authorities are warning protesters, which swarmed Canberra over the weekend over vaccine mandates, to move on or face arrest. More than 10,000 protesters descended on Parliament House on Saturday and many had been camping at the Exhibition Park but have now been told to leave with the site needed for an upcoming event. Overseas now, the United States has joined Australia in evacuating staff from its Ukrainian embassy as tensions continue to increase over a possible Russian invasion. Our government officials are urging all Australians on the ground in Ukraine to leave immediately. There's still no word yet on when a possible invasion may take place, with initial thoughts it would be after the Winter Olympics. Jared Monsheen from the United States Study Centre says it could be within days. Given what uh, folks are seeing on the ground and what the government's plural, that is, both the US and a number of European governments are, are sharing publicly about what's going on, everyone is talking pretty uh, pessimistic about the prospects of there being a diplomatic path out of the current situation. 
And Australians are set to spend a whopping $415 million on Valentine's Day today. Chocolates, flowers and jewellery are the most popular items we're set to buy for our loved ones. Fleur Brown from the Australian Retailers Association urging people to support local businesses this year. Only 8% of those surveyed said they'd be spending Valentine's Day dining out. So we're really encouraging Aussies to support their local restaurants and cafes who've really done it tough. Take in if you're not willing to go out and dine out on Valentine's Day. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground to New South Wales and a wake-up call for the embattled Liberal Party after significant swings against local candidates in four crucial by-elections over the weekend. Experts suggesting voters could be sending a strong message to the new New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet and Prime Minister Scott Morrison. Sasha Barbagat has the details from Sydney. Yes, Tash, the seat of Bega on the state's south coast is in the hands of Labor for the first time ever, pushing the state government further into minority. The ABC says the once very safe Liberal seat will go to Michael Holland after a 13% swing, something Dominic Perrottet says he will learn from. The weekend's results also saw a big swing against the Liberals in Gladys Berejiklian's former seat of Willoughby, but the Premier insists his pandemic handling isn't the culprit, but rather local issues, something he has vowed to communicate better on going forward. Labor is expected to retain the seat of Strathfield while Monaro has gone to the Nationals. To Victoria now and the emergency code brown alert on hospitals across the state is being lifted today with elective surgery resuming as new COVID cases start to stabilise. Our reporter Celeste Mitsu has more from Melbourne. The state government is committed to a procedure blitz to clear through the backlog with over 80,000 Victorians currently on the waiting list. From midday, the emergency declaration will lift and so too will the ban on elective surgery. It is due to a decline in COVID admissions in hospitals across the state. Procedures can now bump up to 50% in metro private hospitals and 75% in regional Vic, while Category 2 ops have been given the green light to restart at the Peter McCallum Cancer Centre and the Royal Eye and Ear Hospital. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. We mentioned earlier this serious and ongoing threat with a possible Russian invasion of Ukraine, and now it's having a major impact on the stock market and the oil price. Yep, it's heading towards 100 US dollars a barrel, and the trigger for this real fear was a failure of talks between Russia's Vladimir Putin and US President Joe Biden. As a consequence, Mr Biden informed his Russian rival that the world would punish and isolate his country, which is a big global supply of oil and gas. That's why the oil price spiked over the weekend. And the fear of war is set to send stocks down today, Peter, after the Dow Jones index dropped more than 500 points on Friday. That's right. For weeks, stock markets have been nervous about interest rates, which are set to rise this year. Well, now share players have a new curveball to deal with called Wall. And it comes in a big week for company reporting with market important operations such as BHP, Fortescue, CSL, Santos and Telstra all reporting this week. How investors can ignore the threat of war to concentrate on a company's performance will be a real challenge. And Peter, talking about investors, Bitcoin investors won't like the call that rising interest rates could send the cryptocurrency down to 10,000 US dollars. 
and it'll make you shudder if you're holding it. And until interest rates will rise, talk started you know, taking off. Many cryptocurrency commentators tip Bitcoin would hit 100,000 US dollars this year. But lately, because of the fear of rising interest rates, the price has fallen to 43,000 US dollars. And now a US broker, Stifle, has predicted the price could fall to $10,000 by 2023. And the reason will be because the US central bank could raise interest rates too many times and too quickly. Thanks so much, Peter. Cheers. Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas. Brett, good morning. The Aussies won a super over thriller against Sri Lanka last night, but it came at a big cost. Yes, good morning, Tash. That's right. Let's talk about the result uh, so far. And it was a, a thrilling game. This is the second match in this series. Australia making 164. Sri Lanka looked in all sorts of trouble, but managed to claw their way back and actually tied the score. So that means we go to a super over. Josh Hazelwood stepping up at the ball, conceding just five runs. He had a great match all round. And then Marcus Stoinis and uh, Glenn Maxwell clubbed the winning runs in the end. Hazelwood admits it's a position he's never been in before. No, I reckon that's my first super over, actually. Yeah. Good to get the first one out of the way. Yeah, I, th- I felt reasonably confident. I think I bowled the 19th over, and I felt like I executed pretty well in that over and sort of bowled similar stuff. And he went for plenty in the IPL auction as well. Now, the bad news you mentioned there at the top, Steve Smith has been ruled out for the rest of the series due to concussion. Hit his head on the turf while trying to save a six last night. Uh, Australia and Sri Lanka face off again tomorrow night in Canberra. Now, Brett, it's Super Bowl day. Of course, we care about the game, but what about the halftime entertainment? All right, well, we can start with that if you'd like, Tash. <laughs> Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, all your favourites are among the star-studded lineup for that uh, halftime entertainment with a bit of football uh, played around it. And we've got the LA Rams, who are into the Super Bowl second time in four years. And the Cincinnati Bengals are the fairy tale story of this Super Bowl. They haven't been there since way back in 1988. And, of course, the commercials, which are worth more than what we'll earn in 10 lifetimes, or maybe me anyway, <laughs> oh. will feature the likes of Jason Bateman, and another one of your favourites, Matthew McConaughey, will be in a, a commercial as well. Oh, those ads are so good. We cannot wait. Who's your tip to win? I will go for the LA Rams. Yeah, excellent. And Aussie UFC fighter Robert Whittaker fell just short of victory in his world title fight yesterday. Yeah, it was a rematch of uh, the middleweight uh, world championship against Israel Adesanya, who knocked him out in uh, Melbourne the last time they fought a couple of years ago. Now, uh, this one looked like it was following a similar script. Whitaker uh, taken down in the first round, recovered, and in the end had a case to say that he won that fight. The judges didn't see it that way. A unanimous victory for Israel Adesanya, so he retains that uh, middleweight belt. Here is Whitaker speaking to main event straight after the fight. Yeah, you know, I'm gutted. I'm gutted. I thought I I did enough. I thought I took that. So we'll see if there's a third instalment uh, in that rivalry now. And just at the Winter Olympics, uh, we've had some snow, which normally wouldn't be unusual, but they're using mostly artificial snow. We've had a lot of real snow, though. Blizzard-like conditions have forced postponements of uh, many events, Tash, including the women's aerial skiing. We've got Laura Peel in that event going for gold. So they're going to cram qualifying and the final into today, along with bobsled Bree. Bree Walker sits seventh. She's got two runs to come in the monobob later this afternoon. Let's hope she can snare a gold medal as well. Yeah, absolutely, Brett. The Aussies have done so well. Thanks so much. Thanks, Tash. And with international borders set to open in a week, a new ad campaign has been launched to encourage visitors back to Australia. The ad will air in the US and UK today and after two years of closed borders is aiming to encourage tourists to visit Australia as we're now open for business. 
G'day. Next time you holiday, why go small when you can go Australia? The ad will also run across Europe and Canada. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Listener.